are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas, I'm a multimedia journalist, and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24, downmyportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Today, we got part three with Scott Cullen of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. We were discussing the fantasy baseball MVP. And then I got a little philosophy question for Scott about scoring stolen bases versus home runs, how the two should be weighted in fantasy baseball. So I got a whole bunch. I want to talk to Scott today about fantasy baseball. And this podcast can be a little bit different, just broken up into two segments because my conversation with Scott's not really long enough to make it three segments. I'm not going to just sit here and record a two-minute hit for you guys just to do it for the sake of time. So for the quality of the podcast, I'm just going to break up into two segments where I think the podcast should be broken up to and make the conversation just move and make it a lot more fluid. So thank you guys for sticking with me through that. And remember, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join me this weekend to get in on the action. And you can follow me on Twitter to know when I'm going live on Greenroom because I'll tweet it out before I do it. So you can either follow me on my personal Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or just look up Locked on Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dimebacks your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Dimebacks is free and available on all all platforms, including YouTube, which Locked on Dimebacks will be on soon enough. So stay tuned for that. But for now, let's jump into that conversation with Scott Cullen of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. These next couple of categories or awards might go a little bit quicker. These might be a little bit easier. Uh, we definitely, I think we both know who the MVP is, but I want to break it up a little bit. And this, this way we could get different answers. Who is the MVP of position player, Scott, for the fantasy season? This one is probably a pretty obvious answer, too. Well, I think it's got to be Shohei Otani. Um, and not only because he's had just a, a you know massively productive season at the plate, but he hit like 190 last year. And so the any expectations for Otani were really <laughs> suppressed. Uh, and, and so you, you were kind of getting him as a as a sleeper type uh, player coming into the season. And, and so to get the reward that you you would, I mean, it's just it's, it's off off the charts. And, and um, I, I like there are other guys who I think like Marcus Semyon had a monster year for Toronto. Salvador Perez has had uh, a huge year for Kansas City. But I just I think given the expectations, uh, Otani is my MVP for fantasy this year. OK. Uh, I got him. Yeah, I got Otani down as MVP. I was looking for best just position player, Scott. So it's okay. I went with Vlad Guerrero Jr. there, but all definitely right. no. No, you're all good. MVP is definitely Shohei Otani. I mean that that was the obvious choice. That's why I just wanted to break it up because I knew we were both gonna have Otani. Yeah. I mean, just the scoring in my league, Otani outscored the next closest dude by like 600 points or something. Like he was basically a player and a half because he literally was. He, he <laughs> well, literally kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. He so yeah, best MVP. Yeah, the MVP is Otani. We don't have to uh, 
you know, delve, you know, go into detail mm-hmm. about that. But for just the position player, would you still say it's Otani? I mean, you could still make the argument, or would you say it's a Vlad or a Marcus in you? Um, probably Vlad then, if we're if we're going for a, a, a you know a literal position player. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I might have to uh, switch gears here and go to Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay. Um, because I mean, I respect it. He he missed some time with injuries, but yeah. like on a per game basis, uh, he's even been, he's been more productive even than Vlad. So um, that that is kind of um, I think among position players, uh, Tatis Jr. and Guerrero Jr. have just been you know the, I mean kind of neck and neck, I guess um, to be the the top position player. Uh, I, and if I if I had to pick, I guess I, I'll, I'll take Tatis Jr. and giving him. Um, I guess a little bit credit for the uh, the per game value as opposed to uh, the overall value, which probably probably moves towards uh, Guerrero. Yeah, per game is probably Tatis just because of the stolen bases too. Yeah. I mean, he probably has what over twenty stolen bases. I'm going to ask you a question about that too later in the pod. So we got <laughs> MVP Otani, best position player per game. Tatis overall probably Vlad, but this one I think could go you know a bunch of different ways. I'm curious to hear your answer. Just the best pure pitcher in fantasy this season. I think that goes to I mean Max Scherzer. Um, you know, it, in terms of value, I think you know we talked about Robbie Ray and how unexpected that is, and mm-hmm. uh, and, and and so you you were, you were probably grabbing Robbie Ray either late in your draft or on the waiver wire. Now Max Scherzer, you would have had to draft early. Uh, to get him he has this long track record of being an elite starter uh but he's really been uh amazing uh you know la- last year again shortened season he what it wasn't his best um and you, you see a guy who's starting toward heading towards his mid to late 30s and you think oh maybe he's maybe he's starting to lose it a little bit um but that has not been the case at all for Scherzer because he came back this year uh and first in Washington uh he was great and then they traded him to the Dodgers and he got even better uh and so uh, I think in terms of who the best overall pitcher has been, it's been Scherzer now. I mean, Jacob deGrom and his, before he got hurt was like on another planet. Um, and, but I'm kind of discounting, I guess the fact <laughs> that because he, because he got shut down and, uh, but it, uh, so I, I have to go with Scherzer as being the best pitcher in terms of kind of overall contribution. But if, if we're doing the per game thing uh, for pitchers, then it would be Jacob deGrom. Both great answers, Scott, but not the answer I have. I got someone who you said earlier, and that is Zach Wheeler, just because based on the scoring in my league, strikeouts are valued a little bit more, and he led the league in innings pitch, so he was just more available than anyone else. Mm -hmm. He also led the league in complete games and shutouts, so those are just two extra categories in my league. We get some bonus points, a couple extra points, complete game, a couple extra points, a complete game shutout. So for me, I'm going Zach Wheeler because I think he literally finished, at least in my league, I'm not sure how your league scoring was, but he literally finished with the most points overall for pitchers. I was like, if he finishes with the most points, I guess I'll consider him the best pitcher. That's that's pretty valuable then. I was like, I was like, that makes sense. You know, that, that's logical. So we'll go with that. So biggest bus we had Bellinger, biggest breakout star. We had Robbie Ray, sleeper to watch for next year. I had Bobby Dalbeck, biggest waiver wire. I had Winker, position player, Vlad, pitcher. I got Wheeler. And then MVP, we both agree on Otani. That's going to wrap up the season awards for the fantasy baseball season. It was a great season, Scott. It was a great time. But I do got one more question for you. I got more philosophical question when it comes to fantasy baseball and scoring because, you know, just as a fantasy player, I've been noticing home runs 
at least in my league. That's basically a mm-hmm. 10 point swing. You get four points for the home run. You get like four for total bases, one for RBI, one for run scores. So basically a 10 point swing. And there's hundreds of players now that could get you 20 home runs. It's not yeah. that rare. Yeah, yeah. What is rare in baseball is stolen bases. There's not enough guys. And I, I, I had a, I think I had the locked on Mariners host on the pod and he told me Starling Marte was like leading both the leagues in stolen bases or something mm-hmm. crazy. Like, that, that yeah, tells me all I need incredible. to know. So this is my question, Scott. Should stolen bases be worth more or as much as the home run in fantasy baseball scoring? You will hear Scott's response, but did you know Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? They got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate. There's so many flavors I love, and the other reason why I love Bilt Bar is because it's healthy. I'm a health-conscious guy. I'm trying to work out every day, and Bilt Bar tricks me. Because I have a sweet tooth, but when I eat a built Bar, I think that I'm eating a candy bar. But in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in calorie, low in sugar, but high in protein, and high in fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. If you go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device this time today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, Dimebacks fans, this is Miller Thomas with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code BASEBALL and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code BASEBALL to get up to 50 cent gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code Baseball to get up to fifty cent gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code Baseball. Let's get back into the pod. Well, this is the uh, the the balancing act, I guess, that comes with your scoring. Uh, is that you know a, st- a stolen base is not as valuable as a home run in in, in terms of baseball, right? Like, I mean, you're mm-hmm. just gaining one base uh, as opposed to four. Um, but in fantasy baseball, uh, but but you know, to to your point about this, is that it's much more scarce. Right. And and the way baseball has uh, shifted uh, is that, yes, you you can't swing a dead cat without finding somebody who can hit you 20 home runs. Uh, But at the same time, can you get somebody who can uh, steal 20 stolen bases? I mean, there are 
they're getting fewer and further between. Uh, and so like, I, I wouldn't value a stolen base by the same as home runs. Uh, but in terms of how you want to, uh, I guess, distribute the value of your players uh, in fantasy, I, I, I would be certainly inclined to give you uh, a higher point total uh, for stolen bases because I, because I think what you want uh, when you're, um, kind of when you set out your scoring system, you can influence how people build uh, their rosters, right? Mm-hmm. And, and what you what you want is you don't want somebody to say, I don't need any stolen bases. Um, because, you know, part of the deal of, of if, if you were building a roster of, of a real team, you wouldn't say, oh, I don't need any of this one thing and, ju- and just, you know, punt it away. Uh, and, and so if you're building your fantasy roster, you want somebody to think, okay, well, I need a couple guys here who are going to get me stolen bases, you know, because I need to contribute to all my categories. Uh, and so if, if you need, you know, a few more points or a, or a higher point total for stolen bases to make that happen, uh, then, you know, I think that's viable. Uh, but I, I, w- I don't know that I would be able to uh, value it as much as home runs just because, <laughs> just because then, then what's going to happen is you're going to have a guy like Starling Marte who's, whose season is, is going to make him so much more valuable than, uh, than, basically everybody uh that it that it kind of becomes silly right and one of the things that um i think you want when you're playing fantasy is you want to have kind of an intuitive value to the player like you shouldn't have to immediately you know do a a breakdown of all their stats uh before you can decide whether you think that's a good player or a bad player uh like you you just when you hear starling Marte, okay well that's a good player he's stolen stolen a bunch of bases hitting over 300 uh you've you've kind of got a few of these things right there at the tip of your uh tip of your tongue so that you know uh, about a player's value that you don't have to do this you know deep dive on him to find out whether he actually has value in your fantasy league uh and so uh, i I think you you want to have that intuitive value which then means i I think you kind of have to work this balance between the scarcity of stolen bases uh and then what the actual value uh, of stolen bases are And, and so um yeah, I don't know that that answers your question in a way that makes it really easy to say, oh, you should just, you know, give 10 points for a stolen base or whatever. But uh, I think I think you run into problems if you end up doing that, because then then what happens is there are certain players who who would have a, a different value in your fantasy league than they would uh, just in terms of relative uh, baseball that, that you would uh, be you, you would be hunting down. Um, you know, base stealers at, at, you know, in a way that you wouldn't uh, otherwise. I'm ready to get wacky, Scott. I'm ready to make the stolen (laughs) base. I mean, if you want to get strange, (laughs) you can get strange. I mean, that's. I'm ready (laughs) to make it worth 15 points, Scott. And just say, if you got a stolen base king, you're winning the league. You got Shohei Otani with his 50 home runs, 30 stolen bases, and his uh, ace level pitching. You're you're pretty good. You could probably skip. uh, Maybe that's a new rule for next season. If I increase the stolen bases of how much it's worth, maybe if you draft Otani, you have to give up like your second rounder or something just because Otani <laughs> it's just such a he's a cheat code in fantasy baseball like yeah. seriously like that, that's just a random question but like seriously if you draft an Otani considering what he can do for you both as a pitcher and as a hitter and the fact that he's scored almost 1.5 more than the next closest scoring guy like do you have to consider maybe if you draft Otani in the first round and you lose like your fourth or fifth round or something like that well I mean it is here's the thing is that when people created fantasy baseball, they had no, no inclination that there was going to be a Shohei Otani, uh, a player who could do this. Uh, and so, 
you know, you, you may have to make some adjustments. And, and I, I say this as somebody who, who has been playing fantasy for a long time. Uh, but I also, uh, I played fantasy hockey back in the 1980s uh, oh my God. when, when Wayne Gretzky, uh, was around and, and there were some, uh, leagues that what they would do uh, because at that time it was basically you would just count points uh, mm-hmm. for players and so what they would do for Wayne Gretzky is say okay you can have his goals or you can have his assists mm-hmm. but you don't get both uh, and and so they had to break it up uh, and now this you know this wasn't a long-standing thing that, that really mattered for anyone else but when you looked at what Wayne Gretzky was doing in the 1980s he was just he was running away with uh, the scoring race by by such a wide margin that it just it it would ruin a league, right? The guy, the guy who gets the first pick takes Wayne Gretzky and there's no way to catch him. Uh, and, and so that, that's how uh, that adjusted. Well, I mean, if Otani is legitimately this guy um, that he has been this season, like if, uh, if he's going to be a, you know, an ace pitcher, maybe he doesn't have the workload of an ace pitcher, but when he's in there, he's, he's pitched like an ace uh, and then also hit you 50 home runs. I mean, yeah, you might have, you might have to, uh, uh, change change the uh process uh because when they started fantasy baseball they just they couldn't envision the kind of player that uh, Shohei Otani has been yeah I don't mind doing giving up a fifth rounder but I don't like how ESPN has the now or they already do the thing where Otani where it's like right yeah if he's pitching you can't have him hit but I they do that for all players because you know I I had a bum garner on my team for a little bit this season there was games where he might have got me like an RBI but it doesn't count. And so why, yeah. why doesn't ESPN or fancy sites do that? Does like other sites do that where they will actually let your RBIs and runs count for your pitcher if he's pitching on the same day and count the points for his position player stuff too? Because I, why, why can't I get all the points? Where do you stand on that? Like why, well, why is it so dumb? I, I don't think it's the standard, uh, but I mean, given, given, you know, how uh, widespread fantasy is and, and yeah. the number of sites, I would bet you could find, uh, a site that that would you know allow you to have you know pitcher stats and pitchers okay. hitting stats included. Um, now, how big a difference would that make? I mean, not much. <laughs> there are, there are, there are only a few pitchers who who can hit you know worth anything, and Bumgarner is one of them. Uh, but you know, given given Bumgarner's mediocre pitching, you know, what would his hitting? How much of a difference would that make in his overall value? Probably not that much. Um, and, and so th- that's why I, I think most of the, 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 you know, formats, the platforms, they don't, you know, they, they don't want to go into all that trouble of, of counting pitchers hitting stats, uh, because it's not going to make that big a difference one way or the other. Uh, and, and then, you know, you run into the case of Otani where it actually does make this massive difference and, and you, uh, and they kind of have to, you know, adjust the rules and, and that's sort of, um, you know, I, until you run into more uh, situations like that, like it, who, who's the next Shohei Otani, a guy who can, um, you know, put up big numbers at the plate and on the mound, like until you come up with another one, I don't imagine they're going to make uh, changes beyond uh, splitting uh, the pitcher version of Otani and the hitter version of Otani. Yeah, definitely. Adding Madison Bumgarner's hitting stats definitely doesn't make a huge difference on your fancy season over the course of a full year. But there was a matchup earlier in the year where I had a Hawaskar Yanoa. Is that how you pronounce his name? Mm-hmm. The pitcher for the Braves. Yeah, I had him starting on my fancy team. I think he had a grand slam the same day. And I had just all those it, points. It, it, hurt, it, hurt, it hurts to see that go by. And, and yeah. you know, you're not getting anything for it. Yeah, It was like an extra 16. That would have been pretty sweet to my fancy matchup this week. That was like, all right, I guess I just 
just won't get those points this week. Uh, I guess that's just how we roll here with fancy baseball because I'm on all the fancy basketball, fancy football. I'm doing it all. So fancy baseball, they need they got some things that they need to clean up. Like ESPN, if I if my pitcher hasn't started his game yet, let me pick him up the same day. Mm-hmm. I hate when the first mm-hmm. game starts. I can't pick up nobody the rest of the day. Like I, they don't do that in basketball, football. I don't understand why baseball is doing that. It, I guess that's just the overall sport and the overall fantasy site. But Scott. Thank you for hopping on today. Big mega show. Broke down the D-backs fantasy prospects. Broke down the overall fantasy season. Had a little mini award show. Scott, where can the listeners go find your amazing work? Well, you can uh, come listen to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. And uh, I also do the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast, which is uh, getting busier as, as the uh, NHL season approaches. Uh, and then uh, you can find me on Twitter, really. Uh, that's probably the safest place. Uh, by Scott Cullen. Uh, and Really, I'll, anything you're looking for from, from me, it'll, it'll make its way through that Twitter feed. Scott, thanks for hopping on today. Thanks for sharing your time with me. I know you're a busy guy, and enjoy the rest of your day, sir. Awesome. Thanks for having me. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diebacks podcast. Shout out to Scott Conn of Locked On Fantasy Baseball for hopping on with me this week. To break down the fantasy baseball season, go back and catch up on any pods you might have missed. And remember, betting on the D-backs doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and 